from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show now at 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. Ow. Thursday morning to you. How are you doing? Hope it's a good start. Good day for a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. The storms that blew through were uh, minimal. John Burton, Pat and Cook, Greg Pokes, Target Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Gentlemen, how you doing, man? Good. I'm doing good. Good morning to you. Good morning, Patton. Happy Thursday. Wow. What's going on? <laughs> it is almost like you had to get to, you got to the finish line with a. Uh, yeah. hey, uh, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Uh, you know. And you sounded just like that. I, Patton, what are you doing, man? <laughs> What's up, man? How we doing, guys? Happy Hell of Thursday. a game last night, man. Yes. I know. Mm, I yeah. know. The Cavaliers on the short end as the Grizzlies. What? The, that's 11 straight wins now? 11 in a row. Ties a franchise record. Set last year. Yeah. Two years in a row they've won 11 in a so, row. So, it's basically them and Denver tied, right, in the West. Who do you think's better? Memphis. I tell you what, I watched a lot of that uh, Denver game last night. Man, Jokic is just ah, he's a, yeah, dude. He can get it. He can get it. He can get a bucket anytime he wants. But he, so can Ja. Yeah, but you know what, Jokic he he actually kind of reminds me of Larry Bird. He does not the greatest athlete, but just a smart guy. You know, high basketball IQ knows where everybody is on the court. Um, knows you know, how to get open. Yep, knows how to get open. Knows how to get mm-hmm. in position f- to to get a good shot off. I mean, Ja's just an explosive, like yeah. you know superpower you know what I mean but Jaws great but you know I just I I because I didn't understand what you know I don't watch a lot of Nuggets games right you know I don't live in an NBA market and they're out west and their games are later whatever um I got a newfound appreciation for Jokic I didn't understand what all the fuss was about you know this guy winning MVPs and stuff but man you know watching I watched him for a good how many did he have last night I I got to check the box 30, score. 40. Yeah. He gets that every night. Yeah. yeah. So, but, you know, I got a chance to probably check him out for a good quarter, quarter and a half last night. He's a he's a heck of a player, man. He he's he does. He reminds me of Larry Bird. Speaking of Larry Bird, I saw a clip of uh, Larry going around on Twitter uh, yesterday, and it was, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, people were concerned about me dominating in the NBA. He said, about three days into rookie minicamp, I knew I had this league by the neck or something like that. That's That, that mean, was just, Larry. Larry did not lack confidence. <laughs> Larry was, I mean, you, you you talk to, like, old school guys like Barkley and some of the guys he played against, they, they'll tell you. He oh, would, he's tall. He, would, he, was, he, was, he was more of a trash talker than probably anybody. Yeah. And, I mean, he was a guy that would be like, he'd get the ball in the baseline and be like, I'm going to drive to my right, I'm going to dribble twice, I'm going to spin – and I'm going to hit a shot left-handed right in your face, and there's nothing you can do about it. And he'd go out and do that. Larry Bird was a bad man, man. I, you know, I was not a big fan of his growing up because I was a Sixer slash Laker fan, and then later on the Knicks. You know, I've never liked the Boston Celtics, but man, you know, you got to put some respect on Larry Bird's name. That was you younger folks, man. Google him, check out some of his old highlights. He was a bad man. I don't know why I'm on this Larry Bird kick. Where today. did that come from? I have no yeah. idea, bro. I just watched. You saw a white uh, yeah. guy play ball last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. I saw a white guy <laughs> playing well. A white guy who's not a you know who's tall is not a great athlete, but can score. But but he, it does. I, I understand the similarities. Yeah, yeah the similarities are there. Uh, but yeah, uh, one fifteen, one fourteen last night on this here radio station, the voice of the Grizzlies, uh, Eric Hasseltine, uh, at about nine twenty five or so. 
Uh, good to catch up with Eric uh, as well. Uh, ja twenty. Hopefully, we'll get him yeah. to actually like open up and like talk and say some stuff. I was gonna run. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna run down to Krispy Kreme. You. You. Got yeah, it. I'm, I'm gonna give uh, you my debit card. You go yeah. down and grab some breakfast. <laughs> No, I'm not going to uh, do that. Roll that. Hey, check the roll that tape, JB. Uh, Desmond Bain, I got to do it, had 25. Pokey, don't forget me. Every time he makes a shot, I think of you. It's sad. That's the, that's you know, the whole design. Uh, uh, it's, you're I'm in, doing you, my job, yeah, then. You're, you're, Desmond Bain is in my head because of you. I'm always in your head, Pokey. <laughs> you know, I don't even think I've seen that movie. You haven't seen The Dark Knight? No, I don't think I've even seen the movie to know the character. Yeah, those were the... Maybe I have, I don't know. What do you think, Patton? The three best Batman movies? Oh, yeah. The The, the three Christian Bales? The first Dark Knight, maybe my favorite ever movie. Yeah. Now, I'm old enough to remember the Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson Batman. It was entertaining. I didn't think it was that good. I didn't didn't buy the idea of Michael Keaton being Batman. And then they had the the one... Who was the one that died? Um, That was... The actor that died that was playing the Joker at the time. Oh, oh, uh, young uh, Heath, guy. Heath Ledger. Yeah, Heath Ledger. Yeah, yeah. just one of the most incredible performances, yeah. really, in movie history. Is that was, who we're talking about? Yeah, Heath Ledger playing the Joker. Okay, in the, uh, in is the, that Bane? No, no, no. Bane is Bane's that. That's the guy with the mask. Okay, all right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, there was the yeah, <laughs> we the, digress. There was the Michael Keaton, the the two Michael Keaton Batman's, and then that terrible one with George Clooney, and. Uh, uh, who played Robin? The guy on uh, NCIS LA. I can't think of his name right now. And then Alicia Silverstone played Batgirl, and it was just, it was, a, it was horrible. And then you had the three Christian Bale. Who's ones. your favorite Batgirl? Oh, Yvonne Craig. Mm, Michelle Pfeiffer looked pretty dangerous. Well, she was Catwoman. Okay, okay. Who's your favorite Catwoman? My favorite Catwoman beside Eartha Kitt. No, I, I got to go with Julie Newmar. <laughs> yeah, I don't know Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer yeah. was good. You know, uh, but the original Holly Berry looked good, but the oh, movie was awful. But her, so I could look at her all day. But the movie, yeah, she, yeah, the movie was just—it was just like you know what? Let's just get Holly Berry how, in a Catwoman yeah. suit. How old's Holly Berry? Fifty-three, fifty-four. She's got to be er, near, early, early. She's got to be near sixty. No, no, well, yeah, she's no, probably around early, my age. Fifty-two. Yeah, like early, early to mid fifties. Oh, she still, still looks amazing. Oh, in those uh, commer- the Caesars commercials. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Caesar's. Like, yeah, yeah Cle- I, I she's paused Cleopatra. Them. I paused them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I know why, and I know where you paused them. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Grizzlies uh, last night. Uh, Fun game. Yeah, yeah. One fifteen to one fourteen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we're uh, Patton and I are already uh, planning a trip to. Um, yeah, you got uh, your passports to updated. London. Yep. Uh, Tottenham Spurs Stadium there in what North London, as Patton told me. Mm-hmm. Titans will be playing there. The Bills, the Jags. Are going to be over there and with teams two ba you know TBA right. We know for certain that there's going to be three games: Titans, Bills, Jags mm-hmm. against whoever, and then a couple in Germany. Yeah, at least Kansas, one in Germany. Yeah, right? two, two, two in Germany. Kansas okay. City and New England against TBAs. Uh, so five games uh, right. in Europe. Um, and it's important to note that yeah. this London game for the Titans counts as one of their home games. Yeah. So. If you're, you know, buying tickets or a season ticket holder, you kind of need to work all that out. Well, that what they've done in the, I read the press release about yeah. it. They as soon as the date is determined, mm-hmm. uh, your season ticket price will be reduced by one game. Oh, okay. You, you don't have yeah. to pay for the game you're, you can't go to. Gotcha. So they're going to reduce well, the, the, the. They 
people who already have the tickets or who get them, uh, when the now you go ahead and pay the full, and right. then when the game is announced, you'll get that. Uh, you'll get that discount for that. Well, it's uh, I guess there's or, or, what, cr- ten, or, or credit ten, towards a team yeah, shop or well, something. Well, <laughs> you, you, you pay for ten. You pay for ten games. Uh, right. You know the team. You know. So when they played the Chargers in 2018, Vrabel's first year as head coach, mm-hmm. that was an, a road game, correct? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was. That was technically a road game. So, yeah. So that. So yeah. This London game will be will count as we're a going. home game for the Titans. We're going. We are. Yeah, we're going. I mean, if you ever, I mean, you could. How many times could you go to that? We could get a credential, right, and uh, yeah, get I mean, credentialed and and go. I mean, you know. Well, I but. I didn't go, but we went in 2018 as a Who's, station. Who went? Steve? Brian, Brian and Steve. Brian and Steve went? Yeah. Well, it's your turn. I want to go. I well, should too. go. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in, is, is soccer at the, playing at that same time? Uh, yes, it will be. Well, can you not work out? Some, you know, because all those things are right around London, right? right? We're going to get you a GoFundMe uh, uh, deal going. Have, we're going uh, to get you there, Patton. Patton, Patton's getting close to me, working 14 jobs. He can afford it. Yes. How many I, jobs do you just, have, Patton? Uh, right now, four. Four? But, yeah. I mean, they're not. Uh, they're kind of interchangeable. <laughs> and yeah. he just, you know, he spent the good there buck you go. on an engagement ring, yeah. so, you know. Did you give her the Cracker Jacks, too? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did you keep the bubble gum, or did you? Yeah. Uh, I chewed every bit of bubble gum they gave me in that. That's like, and, and that's your, like chewing and your on fingers cardboard. And your gnaw. Right. And you gnawed on your fingers, My, too. I got a question. Do they still make? Uh, do they still sell trading cards with yeah. that awful with the, gum? With, yeah, with the gum in it. Yeah, that little... S- rectangular yeah. piece of yeah it's cardboard yeah whatever it is yeah. you know yeah. you collect cards as a kid i did and then my and i i, I don't want to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> sorry touched the nerve there yeah. <laughs> my mom gave away my cards and oh my old, i think you told this story and, and yeah my, and my wife gave away my albums wow touchy the, subject in my the, life. the women in your life yeah i'm gonna lay down <laughs> bring that up just throw it in my face sorry bro man oh by the way we're doing picking with the pickers today yes uh jeff coffin of the dave matthews band is going to be out at tusco lanes with us tomorrow but we we wanted to spend more time with him on him and and everything and 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 so we've got sean henry uh who's the president and the ceo of the Nashville Predators. He's in St. Louis where the Preds play tonight. Yeah, that's, but he's gonna, that's always a fun game. But so you and, you know, I'm there's another one. I'll just, you know, turn it. Hey, how about them Giants? And I'm leaving. Well, listen, Sean is uh, he's a big supporter of the Tennessee Titans. You know, he's a, sure. he's, he's a fan of the Tennessee. There's great synergy between the Titans and the Predators uh, organizations here in Nashville. But, you know, he's a Northeasterner uh, like myself, so he's a Giants fan. I'm a Giants fan. So, yeah, we're going to chop up this game against Philadelphia coming up and look back on the win against Minnesota. But uh, it'll be fun. Sean, is a lot of great stuff going on with the Preds. They've won a couple in a row. You know, Yossi's now the all-time points leader. they got some newcomers like Parsonen playing well. And the goaltending has been outstanding. Both Lankinen and Saros have been really good lately. So, uh, there's you know, they're, they're going to be probably one of those teams pushing – Till towards the end of the regular season, would you not agree for, for a playoff spot? I think they'll get in, but it's going to be it's you know they're gonna they're gonna have to earn it. Yeah, and uh, again, uh, you it's a different animal just getting into the playoffs. Um, in you know you got eight teams in each conference, obviously, and then you know you see what they did when they were at eight seed. Eight seeds have won multiple cups. Twenty twelve, we saw yeah. the L A Kings. Mm-hmm. They so. were the eight seed in the mm-hmm. West, and Jonathan Quick got. Mm-hmm. 
He was unstuck. He was just. And then he got paid. He got Jonathan Quick. That was one of the greatest goaltender performances I saw on a playoff run ever. Might be the greatest. Because he was in that window where there was yeah. no CBA and there was no KHL uh, agreement between the two and everything. And uh-huh. they were, you know, that's where Shea Weber got his big bump. Mm-hmm. He fell into that window mm-hmm. uh, uh, where everybody was getting $100 million contracts. Yeah. Right. And, uh, but yeah, the Kings rode, rode the eight seed all the way to the Stanley Cup in 2012. That was a. Great so, run. do we know when uh, Rand Carthen is going to be? No, here? I've been I've know? been refreshing my email. Still no official uh, time. It's tentatively scheduled for tomorrow, but we don't have a time and we don't have the day uh, day nailed nailed down. Likely, well, I can't talk. It'll likely be tomorrow. <laughs> well, that's important time, here. Yeah, I know time TBA. So uh, I'm still waiting on that. So that could affect my availability for tomorrow's uh, Tusculum Lanes special blow. Uh, a bowling blowout show. So, well, we'll find out yeah. uh, later today. But you know, uh, just reading and, and getting others' opinions who know him and know the, the where he's his you know, career path has been and mm-hmm. where it is right now and and what input he's had. And everybody's talking about his input with the Rams. I'm, I mean, the 49ers. I'm mm-hmm. going back to his input with the Rams. Yeah, he helped build the Super uh, yeah, Bowl championship yeah. team there. And, and uh, a lot of players. And the thing is, too. He's been more on the pro personnel than the college side of it. Right. And so I find that interesting because obviously the draft's going to take care of itself. All right. Mm-hmm. But free agency is where this team needs to get better quicker. Yeah, if they right. want to stay competitive, they got to they got to hit some home they, runs they, in free agency and, and, because and, John Robinson did not have a very good track record doing that. And and so that's encouraging. I like the hire. I don't yeah. have any reason not to like it. Uh, I mean, it looks. It, I, ch- I I give it a check mark. I, I do too. You know, the more time passes, yeah. and, and same thing. You know, doing a little recon on him. Um, I just like his age. I think he's going to bring a lot of energy to the to the position. I got a feeling he's going to win the press conference tomorrow. He's going to oh, get yeah. a lot of fans oh, yeah. fired up. You know, he, he seems like a, a real likable guy. Um, you know, I think he's going to come in here and, and say all the things that, you know, Titans fans want to hear in terms of how they're going to build a team. And listen, they've got uh, a few years until that stadium opens up to kind of, you know, get things uh, buttoned down and ready to go. Yeah. And well, so yep. he's, uh, he's going to have, you know, a lot of tough decisions to make right off the bat. But like I said, he's only 41 years old, He's but he has a ton of experience. He comes from a – football lineage a football background so yeah the more more time's gone on the more i feel really good about this hire yeah they uh the press release uh that came out yesterday from the titans mm-hmm. said that the press conference was tentatively right. scheduled for tomorrow, tomorrow. so there right. you go i so we'll, we'll, we'll figure Steve it out. Mark. I know that. I'm, 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 re, I'm re, reinforcing. No, I know that. That was reinforcing. Was just messing Some, with you, so, you know, you were choppy a minute ago, and I'm just trying to unchop. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what it was? No, I don't know. Off to, uh, off uh, to a good start today, Pogi. Uh, uh-huh. No, you're the, said, you're the one that said I can't talk. I was just agreeing with you. Okay. You know? Thank you for agreeing with me. No, and, and listen, as I stumble through these next hour and 45 minutes, we'll be fine. So, anything else? What else? Am I missing anything? Anything go on last night? I know the Preds play tonight in St. Louis. Right. Nah. We've got Eric Hasseltine coming up here in a few moments. Right. We're going to be uh, at – Divisional playoffs uh, this weekend. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Cowboys got a kicker just in case. <laughs> they got a they got a kicker in reserve just in case. So we'll see what that, how that goes. But, um, 
Well, that guy had the yips. What was his name? The kicker of Dallas? What's his name? May- Mahar. Mike miss a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Mike miss kick. Mm-hmm. I remember the uh, uh, University of Pittsburgh had a kicker named Chris Blewett. Mm-hmm. And it was B-L-E-W-I-T-T, I think. Oh. They had a chance to win a game a few years ago at Notre Dame. He was lined up. It was a makeable field goal. It was like 35, 36 yards. And he shanked it to the right. And what do you think the uh, yeah Head, you, headline writers? What, what have do you think the headline yeah. was the next day in the yeah. Pittsburgh Post Gazette? Kicker blew it. Chris blew it. Mm-hmm. Man, those liquored up kickers. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm about to throw a touchdown pass to Jerry Rice, and my idiot kicker got all liquored up. That was great. That, did, that sounded nothing like Peyton. I Manning. don't care. I'm just reacting. I mean, react you, to the were good, you were good at. at I don't at have to voices. be good all the time. I was just. Well, I, was I just mean, react, you re- could do a Peyton Manning. Uh, was um, sounds a lot like uh, who? Uh, Elvis. Give me, go, go into Elvis a little bit with Peyton. I think. Uh, yeah. All right, I'll work on it during the. Break. Dude, give me a Peyton. No, right now on the spot. No, I'm not going to do it. Give me a Peyton. No, Peyton. Give me a Peyton. You're saying mean things about me. You tell me I can't talk. Give me a Peyton. Give me a Peyton. Give me a Peyton. Patton. Patton. Give me a Peyton. No chance. I'm not good at all. I think I'm all in There you go. There's Peyton. That's all. Him and Eli both sound like they got marbles in their in their mouths. They're from New Orleans. They are. Nola. Uh, by the way, Darren McFarland blowing up my phone. Leave me alone. I never text Darren during his show. Maybe you should start. Ever, ever do I ever text Darren McFarlane during his show. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. I never. You never. I never, That's right. ever That's right. have ever texted Never Darren have I ever. When he's on the air. I would never <laughs> think of bothering him while he's on the air. <laughs> uh, Casey Alexander at 220 today. Ah, uh, Belmont on, head coach. On, on the McFarlane's. Off to a nice start in her first year in the Missouri Valley Conference. But I would never, ever. Text Darren. Got the big I, win over Murray. The other yeah, night. that's a good win. That's a good win. There's what second place in that league. Yeah, you know that they could. I, I want. I'm gonna check during the break. We got Eric Castle time. We'll just take a break. I want to see where their um, net is. Where do you think Belmont's net is? I have no idea. Yes. I don't study. What do you that think? Forty. No, it's not even. I don't. I bet it's not in the top 100. Really? Yeah, they've lost like six games. I bet it's. I bet. I bet they're not in the top 100. I'll look during the break, Pat, and you don't have to check that Grover. I'll Pogie will check it, okay? Check that, Pogie. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Voice of the Grizzlies, Eric Hasseltine, coming up next. Lieutenant, can you tell us what happened today? Our officers responded to a crash on I-40 westbound this morning. The driver of a pickup truck lost control of the vehicle, veered left, and went into a ditch. 911, what's your emergency? We've been in a crash. Please send someone. My fiancé is hurt. A front seat passenger was wearing a seatbelt. She survived without injury. The driver was not wearing a seatbelt and was ejected from the truck. He died at the scene. Law enforcement writes tickets to save lives. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's never a bad time to have a good time at Strike and Spare Family Fun Center. And that's exactly what WNSR Nashville Sports Radio will be doing Friday, January 20th. With not one, but two shows broadcasting live from Tusculum Lanes on Nolensville Pike. That's right. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show from 9 to 11. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin from 2 to 4. Both shows broadcasting live from Tusculum Lanes. And you're invited to come bowl, eat, drink, and just hang out with the guys and WNSR listeners and receive a discount on bowling and food 
food during the broadcast. That's Friday, January 20th. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show from 9 to 11. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin from 2 to 4. Two shows, one location, one station. Broadcasting live from Strike and Spare, Tusculum Lanes. Located at 5315 Nolensville Pike. Friday the 20th. On the road, on the air, and everywhere. With WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4hymns.com slash joy. At Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's like an itch on the palm of your hand. It's Greg Pogue, John Burton Show, presented by Omni Nashville Hotel. Pat and Cook. John Burton, Craig Polk, and the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios, Tusculum Lanes. Our show tomorrow morning, 9 to 11. The McFarlands uh, from uh, 2 to 4, Darren and Justin. And um, really no agenda. Just come on out. Uh, all WNSR listeners will get a discount on bowling and food if you want to or want to. If you don't, if you <laughs> want to. to. If you want to, you can bowl or, or not and uh, just hang out with us. Uh, uh, we'll... I'm going to hang around a little bit. We're you are in. Uh, you, I'm in you're, purgatory. You're, you're circling the airport trying to land the plane. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah, I'm waiting for yeah. the Titans to announce uh, when the uh, Rand Carthen press conference right. will be tomorrow, and you know, depending on when it is, uh, yep. will likely affect my availability to be yep. there tomorrow. But well, if I can't make it, I'll certainly be there in spirit. Well, if it's between nine and eleven, uh, yeah. you know, we can. You know, well, we've got. Uh, Jeff Coffin of the Def- Dave Matthews Band is yeah. going to come hang out with us. I think Just, people would rather yeah. you know, go talk to him than yeah. talk to me. But so, so <laughs> I um, think you're good there. It's pretty cool that he's going to stop by. And, you know, I think I'm going to text him today, hey, bring the saxophone. Because he, you know, yeah. just do something with yeah. it. He, he's amazing. He'd do it, right? I, I think so. You know, we, I don't we've know. had him play when we've had him on the phone. Yeah, we've had him. Got, yeah. It was around Christmas. Didn't he play a Christmas yeah, thing? Yeah, I think for he played us. like uh, yeah. uh, the Christmas song, Chestnuts Roasted uh-huh. on an Open Fire. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, trying to hook up with Eric Hasseltine, uh, the voice of the Grizzlies. We'll uh, get to that in, in just a few seconds. Boy, if they get the one seed in the West, mm. I mean, they're going to be tough to beat. 
I think last year really put them in the position. Well, the Suns need to get healthy, right? They have no Devin Booker. Yeah, they're and, they're circling and, the and drain Chris right Paul, now. Yeah. Right. They got time to get those guys healthy yeah. and go on a run, but right now, if the season ended today, they would not make the playoffs. Ah, wow, that's crazy. You know, yeah. And the uh, Warriors are what are they? They're like a seven eight. I think they're like a yeah. They're six they're, seven eight range. Yeah, they're only a couple of games over five hundred, but. The teddy bear is back, so America's happy with that, and uh, maybe they go on a run here. But I think, you know, Denver's legit, and I think the Grizzlies are legit in the West, no doubt. Well, anyway, we'll hook up with Eric Hasseltine here, hopefully, in just a few moments um, uh, in the meantime. So, um, which uh, which uh, divisional game are you looking forward to the most? I'll take the Giants-Eagles game uh, out of well, it. Well, okay, I was going to say for you. Right. Uh, 49ers-Cowboys. I, I, I just I like the dynamic of that. I think the Cowboys' defense is really good. Dak, you never know what you're going to get with that. You, mm-hmm. the, 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 the Purdy, you know, the quarterback situation. Right. And you, you wonder when he's going to wake up and, and, the, 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 thing. and been, the slipper's going to fall off. I've been saying that all along. And, with a rookie quarterback, yeah. you know sooner or later he's going to have a clunker. It go, When's it going to be? Yeah, he's going to be turned back into Cinderella right. at midnight um, and so and have a glass slipper. Plus, when you think about all the classic playoff games the Cowboys and 49ers have had, right, over the years – you know, I know there's that great game. Uh, Staubach led him back in the early 70s. Uh, big comeback win there in a playoff game. And, of course, the Dwight Clark uh, from Joe Montana catch. I remember watching that game. And they had – I think they met in the NFC Championship game three straight years in the 90s. So, um, you know, Cowboys and 49ers are no strangers to each other in the playoffs. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Also, Bills-Bengals I think is going to be a really good game. Now the Bengals, obviously, they've got uh, some issues along their offensive line. They got some guys banged up, which could be an advantage for Buffalo. So we'll see. But you know, um, two of the best young quarterbacks in the NFL going head to head. I think, you know, this was the matchup we were about to see on that Monday night a couple of weeks ago, and you know now you look at it, um, that could be the game of the weekend. But yeah, Cowboys 49ers certainly could yep. be uh, could be a classic as well. All right. Well, um, Eric had a game last night, so. Um We'll uh, we'll hook up with Eric here. In the meantime, we'll take some calls. 615-844-5600 if you want to uh, give us a call. What do you got over there, Patton? We got uh, Armageddon, Vandy Clay on hold. Just let me talk, Greg. Clay, Hi, Clay. Clay, good morning. Boys, it's a great day to call the Hogs. Call the Hogs? They lost, they lost again last night. Oh, there you go. Hoagie, what do you think? You need, the, the hogs are in your head. <laughs> it's not the only thing. And you're a hog head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. That's, right. y'all yeah. Yeah, that's the smartest thing you've ever said. <laughs> oh, boy. Y'all were, y'all were talking uh, about the Cowboys 49ers rivalry and playoffs and oh, things yeah. like that. Yeah. I remember the Mud Bowl in San Francisco, probably '94, the one year that when uh, the Cowboys won three out of four, the one year they did not win the Super Bowl, they lost to the 49ers in San Francisco, and that field was just an absolute mess. Remember that game? Yeah, I do remember that game. Yeah, that's the, that's the game where, uh, yeah, they finally got over, and uh, you know the 49ers. Finally beat the Cowboys. Yeah, I think John Brody was the quarterback. No, you know, Steve Young was, and they jumped out. The 49ers jumped out. <laughs> That's to a his, joke. I know. I know, Greg. 
the 49ers jumped out to a huge lead, and the Cowboys were coming back, and uh, Young hit Rice late in, late in the fourth quarter to kind of seal the deal, but uh, the Cowboys were going for their third straight Super Bowl. Trivia question. Was- Trivia question. What was the name of the stadium in San Francisco that the 49ers played in? Not Candlestick. They did some later. I know the answer. You know the answer? Mm-hmm. Do you know the answer, Clay? Do you know the answer, Patton? I would have probably said Candlestick, but... What do you got? Keysar Stadium. Keysar. Ding, ding. Look at the big brain on the boy over there. What? How about big it? Brain, big brain John. Yeah, that's me. Yep. <laughs> but I do remember that, yeah, the field was an absolute quagmire. The Giants have played there in championship games where the you know the field has just been absolutely, ugh, you know, old candlestick. Of course, they got the new place out in uh, Santa Clara, California. Think- so. Yeah, I think the final score, was, if I remember correctly, was 38-28. Yep. Maybe. Yep. But anyway, uh, so about this game, <clears throat> Greg, you said it. You never know what you're going to get from Dak. You get the Dak against the Buccaneers, and Dallas's defense, you know, plays well, then they've got a real shot. Yeah, but Again, San Fran's got a really good defense yeah, too. I, yeah, it's good. It's going to be like 17-13, to 13, something like that probably. Yeah, I think the under is in play here. And what's the uh, what's the uh, it's about a three or three and a half point spread? Is that right? It's three and a half. Was yeah, I don't know. Let me check real quick here. I can tell you, and because I have a laptop computer sitting right in front of my face, and the spread is uh, I see three and a halfs and some fours mm-hmm. out there too. So uh, the money's going San Francisco's way. San Francisco minus the points. Promo code Greg. Well, you're already 0 for 1 with your Cowboys, so might as well go 0 for 2. Now, John? Yes? I'm the big Giants fan this weekend. Yeah, because you don't want to go to Philadelphia for the championship game. That's why. Think of of it's Cowboys-Giants in Dallas. I'd love that. Yeah, you two could get together. Yeah, yeah, well, (laughs) we could watch the game together. I'd pay to see that. I would. I will. If you two go and watch that entire game, share a plate I'll, of wings. I'll, I'll pick up the tab. If you sit together with him three and a half hours and watch the game together, yeah. I will pick up the tab. That's probably not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that's not going to happen. Yeah, I could. I could see why you're rooting for the Giants to beat the Eagles because you don't want to walk into Philadelphia where you got smoked earlier this year um, for the championship game. I've been to two. Cowboys-Eagles game, not at – I have not been to Lincoln Financial. I have been don't go. twice to the to the vet. If you're a Cowboy fan, actually, don't, go to, don't go to Philly for a Cowboys-Eagles game. I was Eagles actually game. at the game where Michael Irvin's career basically ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, neck injury, ambulance out on the field. Yeah, and the classy uh, fans in Philly fans, were cheering. Fans were, fans were cheering. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's a rough bunch up there. Thank they you, Clay. The Appreciate the call, buddy. See you, boys. All right. 615-844-5600. Tony in Nolensville is next. Tony, good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning, John. Good morning, Tony. Tony. There go. My day's officially started. <laughs> officially started. Right there. All right. Let's rock and roll, baby. <laughs> guys, I was looking at this. It's something prompting my inquisitive mind as shallow as it is but uh, I was looking at high school recruiting 
uh, what is it, 24 7 uh, there. Yeah. And in the last two years, the top 50 players out of the last two years, only five have come out of the Metro school system. But, you know, so many have come out of public, I mean, private schools in the Nashville area. It's, it's mind-boggling. It really is. And if those same players, and it's a parent's choice, I get all that. But the public school system, metro uh, school system, how good a lot of these schools would be if they had those same players in the private schools playing for them. It's unbelievable. It, it's off the charts. And, uh, but, uh, but that's nothing new. That's nothing new, Tony. That's I mean, as a, as a matter of fact, there's probably more coming out of the publics right now than ever. Uh, and that's what no. I was going to go with yeah. this, Greg. Is is five a good high number right now? You know, I I, I, just, I think it's all relative. Yeah, it is. But you know, the thing is too, the privates. You know, that came about. Obviously, the private schools came about. Quite frankly, had nothing to do with athletics. It was because of busing uh, in the early seventies. That's where the proliferation initially of private schools happened, uh, and then obviously Brentwood Academy and what it did in football set the the standard. Macaulay and Chattanooga, uh, Christian Brothers in Memphis. You know, uh, MUS, Memphis University School, certainly, um, you know, they get, you know, if I if I have a kid and I want to put him in a private school and I have the financial wherewithal, but now you can go, if you don't even have the financial wherewithal, some of them like MBA, Father Ryan, Innsworth, they do grant scholarships. That's why they play on the Division Two level because they can. MBA has been giving, Montgomery Bell Academy has been giving scholarships uh, to student athletes for 100 years. Father you know. Ryan also. Yeah, yep, yep. Hey, Tony, we're <laughs> going to run, buddy. I'm, uh, we got Eric right, Castletine on the phone. Eric, See you, Tony. Uh, our Eric here in Nashville. Uh, call back a little bit later on. We're going to take a break. The voice of the Grizzlies, Eric Castletine, coming up next. Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Calton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanofRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's starleasing.com to learn more. 
When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4223. Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Nashville area attorneys, a partner men can count on. 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. Online at CordellCordell.com. It's a Bill King Show. Smoked a turkey. Smoked it about nine hours. You know the little red button? I've never liked that, first of all, and I don't trust it. The internal temperature is what you should trust, not the stupid red button. That red button never popped out either, and I was, I was starting to get worried because my wife likes the red button. I don't. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Some shows make you rip out the dial. Greg and John make you rip out the whole radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Indeed it is. Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Eric Hasseltine, the voice of the Grizzlies. Of course, all the Grizzlies game right here on National Sports Radio, including a, a good one last night. Uh, the 115-114 win over the Cavaliers and uh, uh, Eric joins us. 11 in a row, Eric. Uh, you guys having some fun over in uh, in the Bluff City. Morning, Eric. Yeah. Maybe good morning, guys. Maybe too much fun. That's why I was a little late to uh, <laughs> fall in there. That big win last night. Yeah. 11 wins in a row. You guys will go on my schedule. Thank you. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. I actually just looked at the clock completely wrong and thought it said 825 when it was 825. Um, yeah, they're playing well. Um, it's It's fun to watch. Uh, it was a, a really, really fun basketball game last night. I was talking with the Cavaliers guys, and um, I kind of was already resolved to just say, hey, look, you're going to lose sometimes, and that's a really good team. There's no shame in losing to their defense. Even without Donovan Mitchell, they've got two phenomenal rim protectors. And, you know, I've seen a lot of the teams. We've only not seen a couple teams this year, the Lakers being one of them, who they'll see Friday uh, in person. And that, that's one of the best teams I've seen this year. Uh, if Darius Garland continues to grow, and obviously Nashville fans familiar with him from his days at Vandy, he's terrific right now. I mean, he made moves last night. I was like, okay, he's <laughs> taking big steps forward. You know, after already taking huge steps forward, he's even better now. So um, it was fun. It was kind of <laughs> it was kind of funny to listen to the the replays and the highlights because 
my good friend who I'm going to have to have a long chat with, J.B. Bickerstaff, did not call timeout after the Grizzlies took the go-ahead basket, which I fully expected him to do. That's been a hot to topic on, uh, on, on, on talk radio in Cleveland this morning, I can tell you that. What's that? That's, That's been a hot topic yeah. on uh, Cleveland Sports Talk Radio this morning. Well, and you know, if, if they are, the, let me let, let me give them a one thing: pump the brakes. The old uh, the old Aaron Rodgers, as I like to say, because he just turned into a goob. Even though I'm a Packers fan, R E L A. Relax. The guys, yeah, yeah. guys, winning these games and put your team in a position to win without Donovan Mitchell against the hottest team in the league. So I, I get it. And that there's two trains of thought on that. For radio announcers, it's the worst train of thought to not stop because you're trying to call what's potentially a game-winning play and the building's going nuts, and here they come with the ball trying to catch you off guard celebrating. So I get the train of thought. And then it looked like Karis LeVert walked and Elliot yelled that. And then as I was counting down the clock, I meant to say Garland 4-3, and I just said 3. You know, I said 4-3. I meant to say 4-3. I went 2-1-3. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you forgot a word in there, dummy. Uh, no way to screw that up. And I'm like, uh, just laughing at it afterwards with my girlfriend, and uh, just kind of chuckling. And it was, it was a great moment and a lot of fun. And this team's special, guys. I mean, they are. And I'm not trying to say there's going to be a parade in June yet. And then, you know, as you guys know, in the business, you, you just try to, you try to go, hey, just get to the first round who your opponent is then get to the next round and see who your opponent is and when you advance to the conference finals worry about that and when you get to the finals if you are so fortunate to do so then you can start thinking about what what the parade may look like if you handle your business but there's no question they're one of the best teams in the league this is the first time in 37 years a team's won 10 or more games and in every game has scored 115 and they're not just doing it by outscoring teams. They're outscoring teams and holding teams in check, which is why until last night, most of these games have been blowouts. Now, you haven't played the upper echelon of the NBA during this stretch. You've played some decent teams. you played some teams that have a chance to get better. You have played a couple of good teams in New Orleans and Sacramento and now another one in Cleveland, but you played the Spurs twice. The Jazz are not the same team on the road. Nonetheless, they go out and handle their business, even against the, the also-rans, so to speak, of the league, the teams that are trying to fight for either a playoff spot or looking to rebuild. You don't generally beat them by, like, 18 to 25 on a regular basis, and that's what they've been doing. So um, I think they're second in the NBA right now in point differential. Maybe that goes down after last night, but maybe it goes up a little bit because Cleveland's third. So they're they're good, and – they are quickly becoming a, kind of a marked team and a hated team around non-Grizzly fans because of things <laughs> that they say. But, you know, they like that. They welcome that, and they feed off of that. And I think that's part of the reason that people maybe don't understand. One, a lot of the trash talk is towards one another, and, yes, it does kind of humiliate the others. But the old-school people are like, hey, I would rather just see you make a basket, stare at them, and go the other way because that gets in their head more. They're actually getting in their head the same way by cheering each other on and not looking at the defender, but like looking at one another and said, hey, man, he can't hold you. He right. can't hold you. not right. talking to the guy. But the guy hears and goes, what, what do you mean I can't hold him? I'm going to go get him this play. And then, no, it doesn't happen. So um, they're doing that, but it is fun to watch. I, I gave a story the other night. Indiana didn't have a couple of their guys, but they've been playing really well until Halliburton got hurt. But I had to walk up to the upper deck of uh, Gainbridge Fieldhouse, which is a beautiful facility, because they only have one ATM in the building. 
One, yeah. <laughs> Nobody does cash anymore, and I have to pay my stat guy in cash. I'm like, good Lord. <laughs> but as I walked around the upper deck concourse, I can tell you it was 80-20, and this is not an exaggeration, Grizzlies jerseys, the Pacers jersey. Mm. I mean, there was way more Grizzly stuff up there. And granted, that's probably because they're not season ticket holders, so that makes sense. But even in the lower bowl, it was about 50-50. And when the Grizzlies made a play, the building would erupt, and you could see the Pacers players going, what in the hell is this is our building and then they'd make a play they'd be celebrating and be like yay go pacers and well they heard a cheer from john morant they're like all right this is this is ridiculous and you can tell it bothers other teams and then the grizzlies are there chirping at you so now you got a little mark on your back and then realize that i think in these final 38 games that teams are going to want to come out and send them a message It, it really started about a year ago with LeBron James and Desmond Bain hit a shot. This was mid-January. The Grizzlies were playing well. There was a tight game. Bain hits a shot, gets fouled, holds his hand up as they will do, and he's talking to his teammates and saying, yeah, I got this, and he bumps LeBron. Well, you know, you're not supposed to touch the king without permission, so he got upset and started talking. You could hear it through the courtside mic, and he says, well, I'm going to show you what championship basketball is all about. And Sure enough, LeBron James takes the ball, goes coast to coast, dunks viciously and he's looking around and staring at the bench and while he's staring at the bench the Grizzlies grabbed the ball out of the net came down and hit a three he comes down gets the ball comes back down makes another fadeaway jump shot stares at the bench Grizzlies go back down and hit a layup he comes down misses Grizzlies go down and get a layup next thing you know you look up and then six point games an 18 point lead and he looks around and just goes what the hell just happened and they've been doing that this year it's those moments that are fun to watch because you feel like you're getting the better of them at some point and nothing phases this group. They do get on them down on themselves sometimes, and that's the one or you know two or three times this year that I've seen Taylor Jenkins really just light into his team when defensive breakdowns or offensive misses lead to defensive breakdowns. It hasn't happened often. It's only happened a couple of times. The other times they've lost, they've gotten the looks they wanted. They just make shots. You know, there are nights in the NBA where it's square peg, round hole. It ain't going in, and you're just it is what it is, and that's the big step that this team has took. Now their next step is stop overlooking teams that don't have their best player and thinking, yeah, we got this without that guy. We got a big upper hand because as Taylor has told them, and I put it this way on the radio, those guys on the other end did get the jerseys at the Walmart, you know, sale last week. <laughs> they, they earned them. They, they weren't on the sale rack. Hey, let's clear out a few Phoenix Suns jerseys. And these guys pick them up. Well, maybe we can sneak in the locker room and get some run. And we got next and, that's not it. And so they got caught by that a couple times, and I think it humbled them a little bit. And now they're going to have to keep that humility moving forward because this trip is not going to be easy. Eric Hasseltine, voice of the Grizzlies, with us. You know, obviously Ja and Bain and Jackson, and this team is so good when they're all healthy and they're, they're uh-huh. in, in this stretch. But Steven Adams, I mean, last night, 13-10. and 10. He, yeah. That's, that's yeah. just about every game from him. I really think – He's sort of the nucleus of everything that's evolving around him. Does that make sense? He, uh, a thousand percent. And uh, he's very quiet, even though he's just this brute of a human being. <laughs> um, I mean, like the first time I met him, I think I told you guys this story. We're so happy to have him here, first of all. And it was a move that got scrutinized because everybody's like, whoa, you know, Jonas Valanciunas is – 17 points, 10 rebounds. He, as we said, he rolls out a double, gets you, or rolls out of bed, gets you a double-double. He can score 30 on any given night, yada, 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 right? Well, the problem is he needs the ball. 
and there's another guy on your team that really needs the ball to be effective, and he wears number 12, and he's a superstar. And so the, the, the prevailing thought was, okay, you make this trade to let Jaw grow, develop, and become really the, the true just go-to leader, let him set everything up. It's in his hands. And you take a step back to take a step, you know, a couple steps forward. That wasn't what happened. What we found out was this guy sets screens like a Mack truck. He's just a force down low. He's got way more basketball skill than anybody ever realized because early in his career, he was in Oklahoma City where he was told, C-35, that's Kevin Durant. C-0, that's Russell Westbrook. They score, you don't. You set screens and get rebounds. That's all we need you to do to be successful. And they made a trip to the finals, so it wasn't, wasn't a bad plan. But nobody ever really worked with him. And, in fact, I've talked to the coaches and they've said, we're begging him to, to score more. In fact, the one coach that works with him uh, individually, each assistant coach kind of gets a group of guys and they have three or four guys each. He said, you know what makes John Morant really happy? And, you know, in this soft, you know, New Zealand accent that he has, which doesn't fit what he looks like, he goes, what, mate? He says, you scoring double figures. And he kind of puzzled looking. He goes, A, he gets assists. B, you become someone they have to pay attention to. And when they have to pay attention to, it opens things up. And kind of went, the light went on. And all of a sudden, we saw him making more moves. And he's got good skills. And, you know, when he got here, he was happy to be here. He went into Taylor's office, essentially, and said, hey, I- I'm just so happy to be here and have a chance to win. You tell me what you need me to do, I'll do it. If you need me to set screens and do this, I'll do it. If you need me to rebound, I'll do it. You know, if you need me to score, I'll try. But, you know, I'm, I'm here for whatever you guys need. And he is the heart and soul of that team. They love him. Um He's a, just an unassuming guy. He has rapidly become like this this group's Tony Allen amongst the fans. Um, he won a lot of respect last year. You know, Memphis is a tough city, and it's all about kind of people are big on having your back. And so when Tony Bradley, who's six foot eleven and two hundred seventy pounds, kind of got into Jaw, and Jaw was thought it was a little unnecessary, and they were coming together, and Bradley was kind of trying to say he was sorry but bowed up a little bit all of a sudden Bradley gets picked up off the ground and walked 20 feet the opposite direction and he looks like he's ready to fight he looks back and sees it's Steven Adams basically carrying him away from John Morant saying we're not going to do this you know Bradley's about ready to ball up his fist and and, you know throw a punch and I I kid you not it's like the, the little stick figure on your desk when you push the button and it just goes dead and like falls down that's what bradley did in adam's arms he's just like i don't want any part of this and he just played dead basically and he just sat there and i'm like i literally remember saying on the air it was in the mlk game i said a 270 pound man just basically said yeah no no no, i don't want any of that you're good just take me wherever you want in fact if you could carry me back to the locker room right now i'd really appreciate it It would save some miles on my tires i was like i've never seen anything like it and he's He's awesome. And to see him get that moment last night, I think that meant as much to his teammates and coaches as, as it did to him by far. Um, it was a tremendous play and, and shows the depth that this team can go to. It doesn't have to be Ja or Desmond or Jaron or Dylan or even Brandon Clark, whoever. To, anybody can hit a game-winning shot, and it was a big win last night for sure. 
Eric, we appreciate you coming on as always, man. Uh, keep up the good work, and uh, we'll definitely have you on again real soon. Well, he's on all the time on this station, as a matter That's of fact. That's right. Yeah, yeah. What am I saying? Yeah, we're Nashville's home for Memphis Grizzlies. I'll say to that. I will try on the next game-winning basket not to make people think I don't know how to count because I've got okay. numerous <laughs> suggestions to go back and watch Sesame Street. And one win, uh, 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 to count. get it right. And two, I promise that I will not misread the clock next no, time. That's Hey, no I'll, worries, hey, man. Always All love, good. always love having you on, Eric. Thanks, man. And and this what a fun season yeah. this is. It really is. We got to get you guys down to a game. I we know, are. We're I coming. Know, We're coming. I know. I know. We're coming. We've been All saying right. that for years. Where. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Eric. All right. Thank you, Eric. See you, bud. All right, All Eric Castletine, the voice of the Grizzlies. Let's hit a break. Bill's first curling venue is here at T-Line Nashville. Come check out T-Line Nashville and experience the world's fastest growing winter sport today. Curling is a fun and simple sport that's a perfect outing for friends, corporate events, families, or parties. T-Line also has classic bowling and modern bowling mini games. With over 20 HD TVs, you can come watch your favorite teams and some of the best food and drinks here in Nashville in the large bar and grill area. They also have an outdoor area with a fire pit and you can't forget the live music. T-Line Nashville is a one-stop shop for a great night out. Located at 106 Duluth Avenue and online at tlinenash.com. You can book your party now or give them a call at 615-439-1024. That's 615-439-1024. And make sure you give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at tlinenash for all the news, events, and updates. T-Line Nashville, Nashville's first curling venue is here. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get A5 Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now and treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. All five Middle Tennessee locations of Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill are open for dine-in service plus takeout and curbside pickup as well. That's right. You can dine in or out at our locations in Belmy, Murfreesboro, Hendersonville, Old Hickory, and our newest location at Nippers Corner. At the hours Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 featuring half-price beer. From scratch kitchen items made fresh daily, Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill are the best eats and the best seats for every game. For more information, visit samsportsgrill.com. Needing a snow day? How about a dough day? Instant games from the Tennessee Lottery are bringing winning flurries and drifts of cold, hard cash. With chances at breathtaking top prizes up to $4 million, sled to your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer and score a chance at a dough day. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. I have not met you, Andrew, but I'd love to meet you someday. Yes, sir. What story do you want to tell him, Clay? Oh, about how you got ejected? Well, just how passionate of a Vanderbilt fan I am. He's so passionate that he is not able to attend games. Is that fair, Clay? That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> the Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, or as we call it, Two Men and a Baby.
just got a few seconds. Doug, I appreciate the phone call, but we're on really, uh, we went long with Eric uh, because Eric was late. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, throw him under the bus. Uh, right. So, but anyway, Eric Hasseltine, Grizzlies are really good, man. They they can win it all. If they, they stay could. healthy, This because they're deep, too. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yep. they come, you know, when Jaws out, they don't they don't miss many beats with Tyus Jones. Well, the thing about it is you heard Eric mention, you know, how valuable um the big guy is down low and he can score a little bit too and and work well without the basketball. But you have your superstar in Jaw, the guy, you know, he's your bucket getter, but Bain is a solid number 2 or 1A or Robin whatever you want to say to Jaw's Batman. So, yeah, they've they've got the chops, they're well coached. Um, they got a shot, you know. The West is, you know, some of the usual suspects in the West are, are down. So this, oh, this I is got their one. opportunity to, to strike. <laughs> it's a Thursday. You may have to take a vacation day, but they play the Warriors. You get to see. Oh, the teddy bear, uh-huh. Ooh, Steffi. We're going to get down there. We've been talking about this we'll have for years. to bring years. Muley with us. Probably roll an ankle. The Mon- game Monday, <laughs> the, no, they'll hold him out. Yeah. Uh, Monday, management. Monday, March 20th, Dallas on a Monday night. That's yeah. good for you, isn't it? Yeah, we just got to figure out what's going on with uh, the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Are, are we going to travel with Tennessee and all that kind of stuff? So, so Tennessee's going to make it? Well, they'll be eliminated by then. Wow. Picking with the Pickers, presented by Tim Leeper Roofing, Bento Living, coming up with the Predator CEO, President Sean Henry. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, (laughs) environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. Divorce can be complicated, especially if children are involved. If you're a father and want to protect your role in your children's lives, remember Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men with matters like these for 30 years, and we'd love to help you. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Nashville area attorneys, a partner men can count on, 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. Online at CordellCordell.com. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. 
We start with a three cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the tender mac bowl meal or the buffalo tender mac bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. our routine with daily Tennessee jackpot. You got a dollar? Let's have some fun with it. Let's get those numbers going. How many are we picking? And one. And two. And three and four and five. Let's go. All of us Tennesseans are having fun now. Let's play and play. Work out a win with drawings every day when you play daily Tennessee jackpot. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game changing fun. Please play responsibly. Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show now. 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Bogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. It's football time in Tennessee, and it's Friday. So that means it's time for Pickin' with the Pickers. For over a decade during football season, you've heard legends of film and field tell their tales and pick their picks. Vince Gill, Rob Schneider, Arsenio Hall, Keller B, Steve the Colonel Crawford, Kathy Lee freaking Gifford, Dave Mason. Picking with the Pickers is brought to you by Tim Leaper Roofing and Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Now it's time to pick the brains of the Pickers. Here are the hosts of Pickin' with the Pickers, Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Bippity Boppity Burton. Bippity Boppity Burton and Kathy Freaking Kathy Lee, Lee Freaking, freaking Gifford. Gifford. Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. Well, he's back uh, for a Pickin' with the Pickers. Uh, usually on Friday, we moved it to Thursday this week because of the things we have, the festivities we have going on tomorrow out of Tusculum Lanes. And uh, when Sean Henry flies back uh, with the team tonight from St. Louis after a win, he can come out and bowl with us tomorrow, right? He absolutely, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I bet he was a like wherever he was up in New York. He was like the king of Saturday morning bowling growing up. Oh, he was that guy. Oh yeah, Sean Henry, president. probably a hustler, like a pool hustler. Oh, he was a he, bowling. Oh hustler. yeah, he was in everybody's <laughs> pocket. Uh, Sean Henry, president, CEO. Good morning, Sean. Morning, Sean. What's up, man? Well, not a lot, but I'll tell you what, I peaked in third grade in bowling. <laughs> I won. I really did. I won the third grade league. Wow. And that was it. It was all downhill from there. I had like an 89 average, and I still have about an 89 average. Wow. Well, Sean, listen, yeah. I, I, I know that, uh, you know, you are a uh, big Titan supporter. The Preds and the Titans have great <laughs> synergy between them. But you and I are, you know, we're, Here we go. we're from the Northeast. We're Giants fans. Here we go. How about that game last week? How about this Giants team? And how about Danny Dimes? Here we go. You know what? I don't know if there's ever been a better coaching job than what we saw this year with him making Danny Dimes into, you know, just an incredible, incredible, you know, winner. It's been a lot of fun Who's to watch, you, you know. Oh, my gosh. I really thought we were going to win three games this year. So, you're right. This year has been more fun than any season I ever remember. It really made me more of a fan again. 
it's been great. I know because it's been tough to be a fan these last several years. Well, winning does that, oh, right? right? Winning does that. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it, it, Sean will tell you, watching these, these Giants over the last, really, except for one year, the last decade, just lose game after game and just can't get the coach right, can't get this right, can't get that right. And to finally see it, you know, come back together is, uh, is a lot of fun. So I give us a puncher's chance Saturday night against the Eagles. What say you, Sean? Hunter's chance. We are going to beat them so bad. <laughs> First of all, they have never beat us in the playoffs. Secondly, they can't beat us three times in a season. Everyone hates everything about Philadelphia. Mm. And I was with Terry Chris last night telling him I was doing the show, and he knows how I feel about Philadelphia, and obviously he loves Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And uh, beating the Eagles is better than beating anyone else. If we beat them and lose out for the next decade, I'm happy. I just want to be more so than so the cow, more so than the Cowboys. You know, it's it's. I go back and yeah. forth with it. You know, yeah. I, there was a period where uh, the then Redskins were my most hated division rival in the '80s as a kid, right, Sean, with Riggins and Theismann yeah. and the and, and the Smurfs, and then it was uh, Philly because Cunningham beat us every time, and uh-huh. then and then lately it's been Dallas, man. I go back and forth. Yeah, but you know what? We were never really good at the same time with Dallas. Right. They were you know dominant in the '70s. We were in the late '80s. Early 90s for us, late 90s for them. Right. With the Eagles, it just seemed like they always made fun of us. Yeah. Joe Pisarczyk fumble, Yaron Jaworski running off the field, afraid of Lawrence Taylor, but still beat us. Randall Cunningham had a 70, what, five-yard punt against yeah. us. They yeah. did anything they wanted against us. So, yeah. I mean, I love Will Montgomery. I love Cunningham. I love Harold Carmichael, but I hate the Eagles. Hate <laughs> well, it's funny you talk about Philadelphia – John Tortorella is the perfect guy to be the head coach of the Philly Flyers, isn't he? You know what? I, I do love myself to John Tortorella. You know, I love Torts too, time. but he's just – he's that guy. He's hes a Philly-type guy, though, isn't he? Oh, he is. And you know what's funny? When we played them in 4 in the playoffs, I guess the conference finals, we were outside the arena. He was coming back from a run. I was drinking coffee, of course. And a school bus literally passed him, stopped, Rolled down the windows and all the kids flipped them off. <laughs> I love this thing. He probably like, loved it. He was like, yeah, that's good. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Every time I see him, you know, wearing that ugly, you know, orange pee or whatever it is on his chest, <laughs> yeah. I think back to that moment. And he really did. He just, I'm sure he loves their fans because they are passionate. Yeah. Um, but, oh, I hate every team there with a passion. <laughs> Sean, I got some advice for you. you uh, you're the president and CEO of the Predators. Uh, Saturday night. Wait, 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 wait. Is this free advice or am I paying for it? Uh, no, no, no. It's free from me, okay? Uh, so, all right. So all right. I'll value it. Well, well. now you're going to like where I'm headed with this. So you got to, you know, I can hook you up if you don't if you don't have access to it. But Saturday night, you got the Kings at home and the Giants-Eagles games at 7-15 Saturday night. Oh, I know, I know, uh, I know. So I know. Get, you got to do a little sweet action, man. Just, you know. All those people over there, I can get you in a suite if you like, you know, if you need some help. You know me. Yeah, I'm always going to go. Yeah. I, actually, I'm going to go sit with Paul McCann. I'm, we're going to watch it on my phone while he calls, hopefully, many, many goals for us. <laughs> because he is the goofiest, biggest Eagles fan oh, in the world. Oh, Philly Paul. I just want to be there. I just want to be there when they lose and watch his face. I want to see Paul McCann cry. I love the guy. <laughs> oh, I hate, I hate the Eagles. Well, it's funny. Well, I can't even express it correctly. Armed with that information, I'll have something to say to his daughter, Megan, who I work with at News Channel 5 when I see her later today. So. Oh, they're Philly. Yeah. Oh, he's, that was his nickname forever, Philly Paul. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before, and, and it was almost child abuse when he did 
to his kids. Oh. <laughs> I know because Megan is the nicest, fan. sweetest person in the world, and she's a Philly exactly. fan. Well, but Paul's Denise is the sweetheart of that bunch. Okay, his wife, Paul's wife. But yeah, anyway, um, Sean Henry with us, Pred CEO uh, and uh, President. Uh, Picking with the Pickers, presented by Tim Lee Perufi. We're going to pick some games here in a little while. Also, Bento Hill, uh, Bento Living, Chestnut Hill. Uh, just such wonderful news uh, with Pete Weber back in the booth. That procedure he had a week ago Monday, he was on the radio with us two days later. He was back doing games Saturday. What a blessing because uh, we all love Pete and Claudia. You know, it's so good to have him back. And, you know, even before that, when he decided to share his story with Paul Smashville, we all thought it was important for a lot of reasons. I mean, our fans love Pete. I mean, he introduced – our league and our team to this city and generations, you know, he's put to bed, if you will. And uh, the outpouring of love for him from our fans back to him absolutely helped. There's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, Hal Gill said it well. He's that a crazy guy. He had brain surgery on Monday and called a game on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, it's, it really is amazing. Um, he had some of the best doctors in the world, but um, it, it, it's just nice to have him back. You know, after the game, I guess Monday, Tuesday night, you know, saw he and Claudia after the game. He was pulling out. And um, it's just fun to see a smile around the building again. Yeah, we had him on the show last week, and he was his usual, you know, Pete Weber, positive Pete, you know. All, you, know <laughs> right, I could, right. you, could see, you could hear him smiling through the radio when we had him on. It was great. Uh, obviously, uh, a big milestone earlier this season, uh, Sean seeing Roman Yossi become the franchise's all-time points leader. I mean, you know, we've, t- we've had you on before, and we've talked about Roman. What a player he's been, and what a representative he's been uh, for this organization. He's right up there with Pecorine. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, you just named you know, two guys that, you know, two of the best players ever to play the game, but off the ice, they're even better. And, uh, you know, we're seeing something special. There's no doubt about it. <clears throat> what he did last year um, and what his whole career has been, it's amazing. And sometimes you forget. You're watching something special. You know, there's generational players that sometimes you get to enjoy in your city, and, and he is one. And I'm just very grateful that, you know, I get to be around him as often as I am. Yeah, he's been amazing. And, and just, you know, speaking of Pecorino, I mean, how about the goaltending? You know, Saros has been on fire lately, and Lankinen, he's no slouch either. I mean, you got a nice – the Predators always seem to have that nice one-two punch uh, from the goaltender position. You know what? We are so lucky. We really are. You know, all those years with Pekka and, and Saros, and now Saros and, and Lakeman, and then obviously with uh, Askarov down in uh, Milwaukee, you know, we are we're, we're just blessed at that position. And again, like we were just saying about Roman, we always say about Pekka, all good guys, too. And uh, I always say, if you see a Finnish flag next to a goaltender's name, I'm pretty excited about seeing them play for our team. You know, Sean, uh, we've talked about this, how busy your building is and everything, and, and, and there's like, there's, every time I go down there, there's something new, and I know you've got, uh, I'm just seeing Music City Taps, the Big Machine Vodka Electric Lounge. Uh-huh. I need to go to a vodka lounge. Vodka Electric no, Lounge. Uh, <laughs> no, you the, don't. The Amazon Just Walk Out <laughs> Technology, Cotton Candy Robots. Mm. I mean, uh, it's it just... And there's not, I mean, there's, and, and smart for you, this is a compliment, there's very little there that's not being monetized, and but it's always something fresh. And, and, and that building just keeps on ticking, man. What, fourth or third busiest, second busiest in the world? 
Well, last year we were the busiest in the world. Okay. We were only, I think, the fourth busiest. Which, but oh, man, slacker. The size what? of our city. Yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. But, you know, David Kells, who's responsible for programming our whole building and you know, breathing energy into it, he always says, we're an amusement park. You better have a new ride all the time. You know, not once a year, but, you know, every month there should be something new, something big, something small. And, uh, you know, people want to have fun. And if you see, you know, a 60-year-old man standing in front of a cotton candy robot with a smile on, you just laugh. Like, it's <laughs> a nice thing, you know, that everyone, you know, enjoys some of the things that we do. What time did you get the call when the uh, water line broke and, oh, and, and Bridgestone Arena good, yeah, was, was basically underwater? <laughs> you guys handled it beautifully and got everything done in a timely manner. But w- what time was that phone call and what was your immediate reaction? You know, it's funny. I don't sleep very well. I, I just don't. <laughs> and any noise in the house, I you know wake up on. Somehow I missed the first call and I heard my phone ringing. And I, you know, I'm staring at it like, why is someone calling me at 5.40, 5.35, whatever it was? Right. And I realized, uh-oh, someone's calling me at 5.35. Uh, you know it's never good when that happens. Right. Um, but while I was on the phone, I got another call and another call. You know, people just kept calling in. And, you know, I just started getting dressed right away and jumping in the car. And the best advice I got from someone was, make sure you grab your boots. And uh, it was funny when David Poyle pulled in a little while later, he's like, what, what's with the boots? I said, oh, you're going to see. And those Italian leather shoes are going to get ruined. <laughs> and uh, it was – but you, you know what? When bad things happen, you do get a chance to step back and realize, you know, how lucky we are being in the city because the entire city rallied around what we're doing. Our staff – I'll put them against any staff in any industry in the, in the country. Uh, they're the very best. You know, we didn't have to make a whole lot of phone calls, you know, to have a few hundred people in that building, you know, attempting to uh, get the water out first and then drying it out and – and start the uh, remediation. So, um, it, it really is humbling sometimes when, you know, it's a dark moment, but all of a sudden you start smiling because you realize how, how fortunate you are. Sean Henry with us, CEO and uh, president of the Nashville Predators, picking with the pickers this morning. Um, maybe, I know not within your building and within the organization, just how important Scott Nickel is, the assistant general manager, director of player development, uh, Admiral's GM, and what he does for David Poyle. He, he's he's going to be a GM one of these days. Oh, there's no doubt about it. You know, we have three AGMs, Jeff Kelty, Brian Poyle, and, and, and Scott Nickel. All three of them are going to be a GM in this league. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Um, but, you know, you asked specifically about Scott. <clears throat> you look at how our guys come up ready to play. It's not they're not you know they're ready to step in the lineup or in the locker room. Our guys are ready to play when they arrive in, in Nashville, whether it's for one game or it's going to be you know for for a career. And um, uh, he, the players look at him how he got in the league, how he stayed in the league, you know how he conditioned himself, and you know they all want to emulate him. And you know whether they have more talent or less talent than him, his path is there for everybody. You know you you just train really hard, you do the right things, you work hard. Be smart. Be the first guy and last guy, you know, in and out of the rink, and uh, anything's possible. And he's a living example of it. And he's that way in everything, though. Not just what he did on the ice, you know, as a player, and now as a you know a developer and evaluator. Um, he, he's like that in his life. He, he's fun to be around. He really is. Well, and you get an undrafted Tanner Janot. Uh, this year's version of that, he might hit a little sophomore. Uh, jinx you know but this year but it's hard to go 20 plus every year uh but parsoning 
a seventh round pick. He's this year's Tanner Janot. He looks really good. I just think it's cool to have a yeah. guy on your team named UC and another one named Uso. <laughs> you know, again, you know, you look at some of the flags, <clears throat> following people's names, and uh, he, he is fun to watch. But I, I think we're seeing a really, really special player in person, and uh, it's really exciting what he is his ceiling is because right now it's somewhat limitless. You know, for him to step onto the ice the way he has, and uh, the role he's playing, you know, on every meaningful ice time, he's out there. He's taking faceoffs. He's winning them. And um, you know, what I love about him, <clears throat> he had that point streak of seven or eight games. He tied <clears throat> Bill Forsberg, and he didn't know it. And I, I just love that. I mean, literally, yeah. Kyra Hammer asked him about it after the game. He's like, oh, I, I didn't know. And, like, that's what you like. You know, guys that just love doing what they do, they love winning, and they'll do anything to get us there. Yeah, no question about it. I read that, too. That was that was, that was was really cool. Um, uh, you mentioned uh, – well, Actually, I wanted to ask you about Ryan McDonough. I know he's been in and out of the lineup, but, man, that trade you guys made during the offseason to, to bring him aboard and pair him with Yossi on the first D pairing, you know, I just like this guy's demeanor, his experience. This guy's, you know, been in long playoff runs. He's run, he's won Stanley Cups. I mean, he seems like a good fit for that dressing room. Oh, no doubt. He's a leader. You know, he's a captain with the Rangers, you know, back-to-back Stanley Cup champions with uh, Tampa. And just the guy's an incredible player, too. And you're starting to see it now. You know, he came back from really that awful, awful injury. You know, uh, I mean, I I can't believe he's even playing, let alone how fast he came back from it. Mm -hmm. But uh, he's really hitting stride now. And that pairing with he and Roman together, um, if there's a better pairing in the NHL, I don't think any of us can name them. They're fun to watch, and they're inspiring for the rest of the team. I, I'm, I'm not going to hit you with this. I was going to ha- ask you about Clarksville and the future there. Go ahead, man. All right. Hit me whatever. I mean, you kind of just hit me with this. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Where is – Go ahead. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm putting the tea leaves together on this one, okay? Uh, where is your East Coast Hockey League affiliate? You know, we have guys assigned to a few different teams. You know, we were affiliated um, with Fort Myers. Fort Myers. And uh, North, uh, yeah, and, and Norfolk before that. And um, you know, we, we're we not affiliated with them right now. But uh, in the ECHL, you don't have about six guys playing. And right now we just have them playing with, you know, three different teams. So, I don't know what your question was. Well, I just think it would be a good place to have an East Coast affiliate there in Clarksville. <laughs> like Gwinnett and well, the Braves, you know. Uh, Clarksville is going to be good for any and everything, no matter what we do there. And there's no doubt, you know, we're going to end up with a second, maybe even a third tenant, you know, behind, of course, Austin P. Men and Women's Basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, that's going to be a special building. You know, they really wanted to use that building to do for Clarksville what Bridgestone has done for Nashville. <clears throat> I just think the synergy would be amazing if you had your ECHL team in Clarksville. That's all. Just an opinion. That, that's a very good opinion. Thank you. <laughs> He's like, duly noted, Pope. <laughs> I'll take it under advice. <laughs> Put it on my list. <laughs> oh, Appreciate so, all the advice and input. Sure, Sometimes. sure. No, no that's Maybe good. the sun will come up tomorrow. Too, yeah, right? it is. Yeah. Yeah. So are you advised God on that one? <laughs> hey, I have a good idea. Maybe have a rise in the east. Yes, it will. It will. Uh, Sean Henry with us. We're going to pick some games in a minute. We'll get Tim Leeper uh, on the phone here in a minute and pick some games uh, in a little while. JB, yes. I, I've already I'm, – I'm done. I've already, I've, <laughs> I I've, know. I'm ready I've, to pick I've, some games. Yeah, I'm yeah. fired up. No, I'm not. 
this team is so much fun to watch. It, it really is. And, you know, they get – I wish they'd make up their mind. They win two in a row. They lose three in a row. Then they win four in a row. Four in a row, three in a row, two in a row. Uh, but with Lankinen and, and, and you obviously your UC is right now right. – Right. As good as any, or maybe the best in the league right now, right. with what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and and just seems like the scores are starting to score that this team's hitting its stride a little bit right now. And I got to tell you, watching you stop sixty four shots in that one oh game, my God. I was tired watching that. <laughs> you know, look, we were at a curling parlor. If you guys haven't done that yet, you should do it. Yeah, I want to do that. And you know, it's a great sports bar too. And we had, you know three families with us, kids from, you know, five years old to my age. And it was amazing being in a sports bar watching that game, which, you know, either I'm in the building or I'm at home or at the visiting rink watching the game. And it was so much fun. It was, it was like watching a guy throw a perfect game almost, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every save, the place went nuts. And, yeah, that, that was something. But uh, you're right, Pogue. I mean, right now the team is, you know, starting to hit stride where you want to be, you know, this time of year. You know, you turn the corner into February and – you want to play your best hockey um, entering April, and ideally we are. Well, let's pick some games. You ready to pick some games? Let's do this. Let's uh, bring in Tim Leeper. Tim, how you doing, buddy? Hi, guys. How we doing tonight? Hi, Tim. Hey, say hello to Sean Henry. Hey, Tim. Hi, Sean. How we doing tonight, bud? I'm doing well. Hopefully your picks are aligned with mine. Otherwise, you're going to be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Trash. Some trash talking already. All right, Patton, uh, uh, you are uh, the general. uh, What do you got? Last week had Brian Jordan as our guest quickly go through, picked all the playoff games uh, last week. First one up was San Francisco and Seattle. Seattle was 10-point underdogs. They fought valiantly for a lot of that game. San Francisco covered. Everybody picked the 49ers except Greg Pogue. (laughs) Next up, Jaguars and the Chargers. Jags were 2.5-point underdogs in that one. Of course, they went outright. Uh, Two people picked the Jags, John and Brian. Next up, Bills took on the Miami Dolphins. They were 13-point favorites were the Bills. It took them late uh, to finish off the Dolphins. Nobody picked the Dolphins to cover in that one. Vikings taking um, – who were <laughs> – They played Vikings. the Giants. Giants. Sorry about right that. Over, we got two oh, Giants fans on the phone. Giants fans you're talking Seriously, to. Seriously. Uh, brain uh, fart right there. Well, well, wow. Wow. Uh, Vikings <laughs> took on the Giants. Giants were two-and-a-half-point underdogs. Of course, they win that game outright. The only person to pick the Giants, no surprise, John Burton. Arr! I was the lone wolf. <laughs> Next up, Baltimore and Cincinnati. Cincinnati was nine-and-a-half-point underdogs in that one. Favorites. Favorites. Uh, favorites, yep. uh, I beg your pardon. Baltimore covered in that one. Only person to pick Baltimore, Greg Pogue. And then finally, Cowboys and the Buccaneers. Cowboys two and a half point favorites. The only person to pick the Cowboys was Greg Pogue. So as it stands, Sean, you've got a major lead over uh, Tim Leeper right now. Our guest currently is in first place, a five game lead over wow. Tim Leeper. And then uh, John in third place, one game behind Tim. And Greg Pogue, you are dead last, four games behind <laughs> John Burton. Well, the defending champion. At least I've got one pelt on the wall. Okay. Uh, all right, let's go. You ready, guys? Let's do it. All right, and Tim, Tim's been on a roll. Tim's done Tim, well. Tim's the only one that can beat the guest, right, basically, yeah. is what yeah. we're saying. So, yeah. you know, Tim, 
you, you got to hold us up here. I mean, these guests come in. By the way, Brian Jordan, I saw him at the Old Timers Baseball Banquet. He said, have me on. I love doing that. He liked me. He was driving. Sean, if you're the lone wolf, you got to make the sound. Okay, I'll just tell you that. All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, the, I am J.J. McQuaid all the way. All right. <laughs> I like it. Lone wolf all right. McQuaid. The uh, Chiefs, uh, eight-and-a-half-point favorite over the Jags. Sean Henry. I, the Jags are not just going to cover. They're going to win the game. Wow. Boom. Tim. I don't know if they're going to win the game, but this guy could fall in a pile of crap and hit a gold brick. Um, I, I don't think that, I don't know if they win the game, but I think they cover. Give me Jacksonville with the points. Yeah, Kansas City tends to, tends to mess around in some of these games. They'll win the game, but mm-hmm. give me the Jags to cover. Well, the only way I'm going to catch up. You're is, a wolfie? I'm a wolf it. Now, give me the Arr! Chiefs. Thank you. Minus eight and a half. Okay. Uh, Eagles, seven and a half. I don't even know why we need to ask Sean and John. We just write <laughs> theirs down. Anyway, the Eagles, seven and a half over the Giants. Sean. Are they really seven and a half point favorites? Yep. I, mean, I love the term expert because I think it's Latin for schmuck. <laughs> the Giants are going to beat them so badly. It, it, oh, my gosh. Seven and a half point favorites. That's embarrassing. All right. Tim. Give me a giant. Uh-oh. And the uh, Giants may upset them. All right. The Giants, maybe to win outright again. G-Man. Okay. Again. You're going to Wolfie? Yeah. <laughs> Eagles minus seven and a half. Uh, the Bills are five and a half point mm. favorites over the Bengals. Sean. Man, I, I think this is the toughest game of, of all of them. Um, man. I, I'm going to take the Bengals with points. Mm. All right, you, I'm pulling for the Bills. I'm like, you like, sounded so sure with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Leeper, Bengals uh, getting five and a half from the Bills. Give me the Bengals, and they will win this game outright. Wow. Dang, he's, 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 taken, he's already said three uh, covers by the dogs. Mm-hmm. I mean, we outright wins. Mm-hmm. JB? Both teams kind of got away with one last week uh, getting to this point. Bengals got a couple of offensive linemen banged up. Bills are going to be riding a motion. I'll take Buffalo, and I'll lay the points. Well, you're up. that makes you the lone wolf. Because uh, I'm going to take the Bengals and the points, five and a half. I think this is a field goal game either way. You're probably right. Um, yeah. And then uh, the 49ers and the Cowboys and the 49ers are – let me get to you the updated, yeah, the updated number on that. Yeah, three and a half still. There are some fours out there, but mm-hmm. 49ers minus three and a half. Sean? Uh, I don't hate the Cowboys as much as the Eagles, but I kind of hate them a little bit. So you got to go Niners all uh, the way. 49ers. Tim? I'll take the 49ers. Um, and <clears throat> the Cowboys are either really good or really bad. Last week they are really good. It's a really bad week this week. So give me the 49ers. All right. I'm with the president. As a Giants fan, I can never pick the Cowboys. Give me the Niners. Well, that makes me, once Arr- again. Wolfie? Yeah, I think Brock Purdy's going to wake up one morning and realize he's Brock Purdy. Uh, so, um, I, I, I'm going to take the Cowboys plus the three and a half um, as well. So, we had some lone wolves in there. We had a lot know. of Wolfies this week. Was Sean, yeah. was Sean a lone wolf on any of these? Uh, no, no you got to go so. follow the bell cow, man. You <laughs> smart, but I do, you do. 
You're right, though. Brian Jordan loved doing yeah. the uh, Wolfie last yeah, you wanna, week. He you was can, into it. You can give us a, you can give us a Wolfie. You want to give want us a Wolfie there, uh, Sean? Nah, man, I don't want to. You know, Brian Jordan does it all. Man. Yeah, no. no they, Sean, right. Sean doesn't want that on tape. He does not want that on tape. Fair I don't I don't, I don't. blame him. I don't blame him. smart business. I'm just over bronchitis. If I started wolfing it up, man, I'd start you know, hacking up a lung. You got to yeah. save that voice for Saturday, my man. Yep. Hey, Tim. Well, tonight, I'm, I'm in St. Louis. I He's in St. Louis. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay, there you go. Yep. In the belly of the beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Tim, thanks, buddy. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, Tim. All right, guys. Have a good weekend. All right, Tim Lee. Yep. And, Sean, uh, thank you. Always fun having you on, man. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. You're really especially moving it. I'm inspired. I'm looking at the art and the old uh, Trans World Dome where nice. I worked for a few years. Yeah, so it's cool. And tonight, let's keep that streak going. All right, go Preds and go Giants, Sean. Who, let me ask you this. Amen. The Blues, who are – who? because it was for a long time, it was the Red Wings, right? Mm-hmm. Because they were in the same, mm-hmm. you know, division. Now, who's the rival? The number one rival? Is it the Blues? I think it's the Stars. Is it the Stars? Who do you think? Anyone we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. All right. See you, Sean. See Thanks. You. See you, Sean. <laughs> Sean. Good answer. Yeah, all right. Let's take a break. Uh, and Hey, we're wide open to the top of the hour. Give us a call. 615-844-5600. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic, treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. Golfers, tee it up this Thursday through Sunday at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the Callaway Fitting Event and be the first to score the new Paradigm Woods and Irons. The woods are engineered with forged carbon to maximize distance and forgiveness. The irons feature a forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and reserve your free custom fitting experience happening this Thursday through Sunday. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with free in-home water tests from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. Divorce can be complicated, especially if children are involved. If you're a father and want to protect your role in your children's lives, remember Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men with matters like these for 30 years, and we'd love to help you. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Nashville area attorneys, a partner men can count on, 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. Online at CordellCordell.com. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long 
long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the SEC, ABC. A always B, B, C, closing, always be closing. A, B, C, A always B, B, C, closing, always be closing. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. Greg Pogue and John Burton in the morning. Better shows all day. Nashville Sports Radio. Uh, noon press conference uh, tomorrow. The uh, Titans have sent out a press rule uh, advisory. Uh, the uh, Rand Carthon introductory press conference noon tomorrow over at St. Thomas Sports Park. So uh, anyway, there you go. Now we know. Let's go to the phones. Doug, thanks for holding, Doug. What's up, buddy? Doug, you fresh. Good morning, guys. Hi, Doug. Uh, on the hiring of Rand Carthon, and I hope I'm pronouncing it right. I've heard Ron. I've heard Rand. I'm going Rand. It's Rand. Because I heard I heard Mr. Pogue say Rand. So yeah, it's Rand. Way. All right. I said Ron one. Yeah, you said Ron. I had to correct him. It's yeah, Rand. he, he enjoyed Rand. correcting me. I did. Yes. It was fun. So, John is the... Uh, Vocabulary, please. He's the uh, he's the ombudsman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, this uh, I guess question or statement goes to you, John. Uh, how do you appreciate the New York Giant connection? I mean, I I want to know if it tugs at your heartstrings. Now. It does, Doug. Yeah, I grew up watching his I grew up watching his old Maurice. man Maurice Carthon block for Joe Morris and O.J. Anderson and win a couple Super Bowls for the Giants in the '80s and early '90s, and uh, of course. Uh, Maurice was a 1,000-yard rusher in the USFL, along with Herschel Walker for the New Jersey Generals. So, yeah. Yeah, they were double in the backfield. I yep. remember that. And number 44, if I remember right. You are and, correct, uh, sir. He wore 33 with the Generals, 44 with the Giants. I just remember the number in the Giant days because little Joe Morris could, could fall in behind him, and, and you know it was going to be a road paved. And uh, Rand, I remember him at, as an SEC running back Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that running back knowledge may help the Titans in – making a decision in what direction do you go when it comes to Derek or what do you do with Derek or how can you make him better or whatever. And just to throw in, John Lynch has made a big, big change in San Francisco. So that knowledge right there can't be a bad thing. So you guys said this this morning, you give it a check. It does get a check. You know, the future remains to be seen. So let's just see. It seems like, you know, Miss Amy is saying I'm going in a better direction. The Titans have struggled when they go out West and try to play somebody. So, can't beat them, join them, right? Yeah, I just think, uh, and we talked about this, Greg. You know, I, I think on all counts, it seems like a, a, a solid hire. Uh, he's a younger guy, but he's got a lot of knowledge and a lot of quality work in NFL front offices, and helped. He's helped build some really good teams with the Rams and 49ers recently. And you know, this is a team that, at best, I think, in my opinion, is in transition. Uh, you know, I think a rebuild is around the corner, and I think that rebuild needs to get started and get, you know, over with by the time the new stadium gets open. So this might be the guy to kind of bridge that gap. 
you want to put butts in the seats in that new stadium, uh, the future is now. I'll, I'll hang up and listen. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Um, appreciate it. 615-844-5600. Let's get another call before the break. And now it's time for the NFL Roundup with our guy, Eric. Well, that music can only mean one thing. It is time to go around the National Football League. Hi, Eric. I don't know if you had heard this, but uh, actually the WWE, when they found out Jay Briscoe passed away, they actually canceled the segment they were planning to do on their show involving the funeral, involving the New Day. So that's just eerie to, to find that out. Well, that's that, that's smart, you know, yeah. uh, in, in, in light of the, the climate, the way yeah. things are now. I mean, yeah. you remember yeah. that whole uh, Muhammad Hassan uh, angle they did yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. the London yeah. bombing took place? That was yeah. not good. Yeah. So you don't want yeah. another yeah. deal like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And speaking of London, I guess you heard the Titans are going to be playing in London next year. They're, yeah, we love the show with home, it. The, the home games, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. And also, I, I, I didn't know if you'd heard this too, but Baron Leftwich has been fired as offensive coordinator of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We did hear yeah. that as well. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that means how that's going to affect Tom Brady being back, if that was condition of him being back or not, but we'll see. Guys, as far as the games this weekend, I tell you what, I do like the Bengals. I just. You know, I know they've got three offensive linemen down, but Joe Burrow proved with all the offensive line issues you had last year, especially getting sacked nine times there last year, they can overcome that. And I just like their moxie and also the fact that uh, they've got Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase, J- um, Joe Mixon, and T. Higgins. I think they've got uh, the AFC, the best offensive weapon league. He rides no slouch, especially coming out of the backfield. The, yeah, the key yeah, is yeah. it's going to be Josh Allen. Josh Allen's yeah, got to stop yeah, turning yeah. the ball over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the one thing reason I like Burrow too, because I think Josh Allen at times is kind of reckless with the ball, guys. And as far as the other games, uh, I, I like Kansas City over Jackson. I just see no way Jacksonville win it. It wouldn't surprise that game to blow out. I think they keep Sunday it close game. though. They could, they could. Uh, I also Sunday get John. I don't know if they win. I like the Giants to make it interesting against Philadelphia, especially if Jalen Hurts is still hurt. And we don't know his condition. It's improved. They said somewhat, but. If he's still, he's not on the injury report, but I, you know, yeah. that that doesn't mean but anything to me. Reports that, that he's still compromised, and finally, his death, San Francisco. Even though I grew up loving the Cowboys, would love to see him win. I just think San Francisco, with their defense and with their offense weaponry, could win. Although I will say this: if it's a close game, where Brock Purdy has to make plays, this could be the biggest challenge for him yet. Because the, I think the Cowboys are probably going to be the best defense they played, and if it's a close game. You know, it, we'll see how he holds up. But although I've heard both teams have had issues with their kickers since the Cowboys signed the kicker, and also other kickers have issues. So if it comes down to a kicking game, that's going to be interesting too. But guys, I'll get off and up. Well, actually, one other thing, guys. I wish I could bowl with y'all guys tomorrow. But I'm still doing physical therapy, and I hope to do that. I haven't done that in like four or five years. I want to get back to that eventually. But I've Well, you don't have to bowl. Therapy. I'm not bowling. You know, you don't well, have to bowl. Well, the thing is, I can't. I'm not going to be there tomorrow anyway. I've got a physical therapy session. All right, session, okay. And I can't well, you're invited. All, yeah. So, yeah, I appreciate that, guys. They got beer. Guys, y'all take, <laughs> guys, y'all take care. We'll talk to you again soon. Right. Bye, Eric. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Let's take a break. Hello, I'm Greg Pogue, and welcome to the High Valley Conference Basketball Weekly Spotlight presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Drunk driving is the ultimate form of unsportsmanlike conduct. The Tennessee Highway Safety Office reminds you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. Southeast Missouri guard Philip Russell scored 37 points in a road win at Moorhead State last Saturday for the most points scored in the OVC this season and tying the SEMO Division I single-game record. Russell is second in the OVC in scoring assist and assist-to-turnover ratio. 
SIUE is 5-1 on the men's side with a one-game lead for first place. The Cougars are the highest-ranked OVC team in the NCAA net rankings and have 14 overall wins, which is already a Division I-era school record. On the women's side, Eastern Illinois grabbed first place by topping Little Rock in a defensive battle 44-33. At 6-0, the Panthers are off to their second-best OVC start ever. There have been 12 OVC Player of the Week selections this year, including two weeks of co-winners without a repeat honoree. Simos Russell was named Player of the Week, while Kenyon Hodges of Eastern Illinois was top newcomer in Tennessee Tech's Jerome Bay of Freshman of the Week. SIUE's Ajula Tata was Women's Player of the Week, while Macy McGlone of Eastern Illinois top newcomer and UT Martin's Josie Story Freshman of the Week. For complete information on this year's OVC Basketball Championships presented by United Fidelity Bank, being held March 1st through the 4th at the Ford Center in Evansville, visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville. For complete weekly schedules, including live video links, visit ovcsports.com. To find other news and features and more, follow the link on your favorite social media platforms at OVC Sports and at ovcsports.com. You won't believe it until you OVC it. This has been the OVC Basketball Weekly Spotlight presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. If you've been drinking, don't drive, and always remember that fans don't let fans drive drunk. I'm Greg Pogue, wishing everybody a great week of OVC Basketball. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's never too early to start feeling some March madness, so be sure not to miss out on all the action of the High Valley Conference Men's and Women's Basketball Championships as they return to the Ford Center in downtown Evansville from March 1st to the 4th as the first entries in the NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets are now on sale for just $60 through each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster.com, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. Hey guys, it's Zach from the Afternoon Stretch. I want to invite you to T-Line Thursday, January 26th to join Bruno Reagan and myself for our live show. T-Line is located at 106 Duluth Avenue in Nashville and we will be there from 4 to 6 p.m. and you can meet Bruno and me, most importantly me, in person. Come hang out, enjoy the great food, games, and join the fun with us January 26th from 4 to 6 p.m. live from Nashville's first curling venue, T-Line Nashville. One is in great shape. The other is, well, a shape. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Hey, it's me. Six one. That's my job. That's my oh, job. Oh, sorry. It's my job. Welcome back the to the show, everybody. And that's exactly how you sounded. All right. I forgot six, your uh, name's at the top of the marquee. It's, sorry. It's, yeah, it's, my name is The. Yeah. Uh, all right. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. My name is Show. Uh huh. There you go. The Show. Yeah. There you go. And Patton. We're PC correct. Yeah. Or PC. That's redundant. We're yeah. PC, right? That's right. No, we're anything but. You know. <laughs> Do we have anybody on the phone? Why not, Patton? <laughs> no? I don't know. No? Preds uh, in St. Louis tonight. Uh, fun to have Sean Henry on. But you, you know, you go down there. There's like since December they've opened up four 
what's the what was that the electric vodka cafe <laughs> <laughs> but they're always How some about that? I, the last time I, I don't know i think i went before you know back in december you know, they have one of those saturday day games yeah. and you know i'm already it's like right before christmas right yeah yeah i'm already in town uh they've got an 11:30 one coming up you know, mm-hmm. I get off the air at nine, so I'm gonna make a couple of these those Saturday day games. Sure. Uh, you know, after basketball season's over with, because uh, I got a game every Saturday for a nine week period. Uh, did I mention I have only had one Saturday off since you the had, early you August? You mentioned that earlier yeah. in the uh, week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, so the the press conference tomorrow at noon for Rand Carthon. He'll win that. He'll nail that. Oh he, yeah. He seems like he's got that. That personality, he's got that, that personality. Yeah. He's got, you know, he's got that big, bright smile. Yeah, I think he's. Yeah. I think Titans fans are going to be fired up after he gets done speaking. Yeah. Will Amy Adams speak? No. Yes. No. She'll she'll introduce him. She'll probably make a statement saying, you know, this is the home run hire. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. We're thrilled to have him. And then she'll sit down. Rand will come up, take questions, and Amy won't take questions. I think she'll be there. I think she'll speak. Yes, but she won't take questions. I, I tend to agree with you. I don't yeah. know that they would open up. But if she's on the, um, if she's up there, yeah, and it's Carthon and Vrabel and Miss Amy, I'm asking her a question. I agree. I mean, if she's sitting right there, I don't or don't sit there. I'm asking. I'm asking a question because yep. she could have ended any questions that could be posed yeah. to her tomorrow. Two, two months ago. Yeah, two months ago. Early December, right? So. Well, I got a feeling. Yeah, I think somebody may try to ask Amy a question, and I believe PR will probably step in yeah, and say, well, they'll probably this, tell this you is before. Rand's day. Come on now. Well, or they'll probably tell you before. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This I, is Rand Carthen's day. Uh-huh. You know, questions for Coach, questions for Rand. Instead of, hey, hey, hey Amy, why'd you fire John Robinson? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Exactly, and and you didn't discuss it at all with yeah. Mike Vrabel. Did you know? Yeah, did, uh-huh. did, yeah. did okay. you approve the AJ Brown trade? Yes, yes. or no? Uh-huh. Yeah, I got a feeling she won't be answering questions. Yeah, she'll be there though. Yeah, she'll well, be she all should, smiles and she she'll, should she'll introduce Rand. Yeah, and, yeah. You know that'll be it. Mm-hmm. And then Vrabel will moderate. <laughs> won't that be fun? <laughs> Oh boy! Anyway, that'll be noon tomorrow, so um, be listening to that. But I, you got a good feeling with him. I, I like, I, you know, I don't see any warts. Do you? You know, I don't. He, he's oh. got the pedigree. Yep. You know, and he worked his way up. Um, I, I've said this a couple times, but I'll say it again. I just like the fact that he's young. He's only forty-one years old, so mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure he feels like he has a lot to prove, and he's going to have a a lot on his plate yeah. as soon as he, you know, take, you know, <laughs> you know. Puts the nameplate on his office, but uh, it's a it's a great opportunity for him. I'm excited for him. But he still has 15 years of experience. Exactly. And, yeah. and he doesn't come across as a yes man to Mike Vrabel, which I think is – because, I mean, this is a former NFL player and alpha guy. I mean, yep. he's not just going to go, yes, you know, sir, yes, how the, high, The sir. more I see this higher, the more I tend to agree with you. I certainly have my strong feelings that Vrabel had his hands all over sure. the Robinson firing. You're not going to convince me otherwise. Uh, but I think Vrabel might be smart enough to know that that's the model that works best for him. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't need to be over there worrying about, you know, salary cap issue. You know, right. there are people that they, they – who is their, their capologist? He's really – oh, I can't think of his name right now, but he's very good at it. Uh, crap. I can't, but he's got some kind of title. Uh, but um, – Anyway, well, listen. You, you you look at some of the quotes that Amy Adams Strunk had yesterday when they officially confirmed the hiring of Rand Carthen. 
And the word she used was collaboration. And more and more teams are going to that now. They want more of a synergy between the front office and the coaching staff and the players. You know, in the old days, you had, you know, alpha male head coaches and GMs clash all the time. I saw it with the Giants with Parcells and George Young. Um, you know, Chuck Knoll probably had it with, with his with his front office people. But, you know, I agree. I think Rand's going to be the type of guy that when push comes to shove, he's going to have final say, and he's going to say, this is what we're doing, Mike. And, you know, you coach. I'll put the team together. I want your input. I value it. You're a heck of a coach. Mm-hmm. want to work with you. But I, I'm in charge. I have the final say. I want to thank all my friends for texting me the name of Vin Marino. I drew a blank on that. Thank yep. you. I got two texts. So did I. Uh, Teresa Walker. Thanks, Teresa. And Joe Dubin. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Yeah. God, what, it's, what's it's what's the name? Joe's book is uh, Crapster. What is it? What's the name of Joe's book? <laughs> Come on. Put some respect on Joe Dubin's name, man. Hey, he's a best-selling author. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, what create, is the chaos? Uh, create the uh, chaos. Uh, create the chaos, right? Not stir the crap, right? Yep. Create the chaos, and the other one is scream at God. Screaming at God. Screaming at God. Yes. Which Joe really? wants uh, Tom Brady in Nashville? I think for pure, yeah, for agony and uh, right. Oh, just for the show. Yes, yeah. just for the show. By the way, Joe, if you're listening, I'm going to be booking you to come on my Sportsline show here very soon. So and he'll call you at about six fifty. <laughs> That's right. For an eight o'clock appearance. We're going to have him in the studio, man. I know. That's what I meant. All right. Uh, Screaming at God. Thank you, Joe. And create the chaos. That's right. It's not stir the crap. It's create the chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm very happy for him. He's done really well. New York Times bestseller, Stir the Crap by Joe Dubin. And now he's blowing up my phone. Please get it correct. Well. He's right. Hey, we spent five minutes talking about you, Joe. Okay, yeah, but come he's on. Right, you know, get, you know, put some respect on Joe Dubin's name, bro. Yeah, I, I, I guarantee you, the follow-up will be stirring the crap. And, and okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then you should get a piece of that. Uh, and and uh, please get it correct, and please buy. That's that's Joe. Joe eight six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. You're welcome to call any day after eleven. Let's take a break. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, 
consider contacting Cordell and Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Online at CordellCordell.com, 317-322-0122, 101 West Ohio Street, Suite 1250, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46204. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. It's never a bad time to have a good time at Strike and Spare Family Fun Center. And that's exactly what WNSR Nashville Sports Radio will be doing Friday, January 20th. With not one, but two shows broadcasting live from Tusculum Lanes on Nolensville Pike. That's right. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show from 9 to 11. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin from 2 to 4. Both shows broadcasting live from Tusculum Lanes. And you're invited to come bowl, eat, drink, and just hang out with the guys and WNSR listeners and receive a discount on bowling and food during the broadcast. That's Friday, January 20th. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show from 9 to 11. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin from 2 to 4. Two shows, one location, one station. Broadcasting live from Strike and Spare Tusculum Lanes. Located at 5315 Nolensville Pike. Friday the 20th. On the road, on the air, and everywhere. With WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. I have not met you, Andrew, but I'd love to meet you someday. Yes, sir. What story do you want to tell down. him, Clay? Oh, about how you got ejected? Well, just how passionate of a Vanderbilt fan I am. He's so passionate that he is not able to attend games. Is that fair, Clay? That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> the Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Wow, those guys are still on. You know, we got to get Big Joe on the radio. We do, and i got to get him on my Sportsline show. There you go. On News Channel 5 Plus every Wednesday, 8 to 9. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get him in studio. He can plug his books. And we'll talk sports. And we'll I tried to get him on. When general you, foolishness. When were you? Were you at a Thursday recently? I think, or maybe I tried to get him on. I don't know. Last, you know, he was going to Miami, and where he ran, what? A, he ran a half marathon. Half marathon uh-huh. and a five k. I think in the same weekend. Wow, man. Wow. Just a physical specimen. He is. Uh huh. Good, good for honor. him. No, he was a really good football player in high school, right? Just ask him. <laughs> yeah, Joey's cut out all sugars and no soda. Down 50 well, that's pounds. good. That's good. I'm it telling you, good. bro, if you do that, if you cut out uh, uh, sugar mm-hmm. and cut down on your sodium and go mm-hmm. for a 20-minute walk, let's say four or five days a week, get back to me a month and see, and see how much you You know what has sugar in it, though? Booze. Whiskey. I know. Yeah. That's why I drink vodka. Does that not have sugar in it? It probably does. I don't know. Does it? It's clear, so it, it, it makes it's me got, think it, drinking It's made water. out of potatoes, right? That's right. Well, Taters. I don't know what it's, it's made out of. It's a good complex carb. <laughs> What, that Popov vodka? Tito's, baby. Tito's? Yep. Yeah, of course, your top shelf. Often tech mm-hmm. 
Vodka the home has, of Dusty Rowe, the yeah, American right, dream. Vodka has what? Zero grams of sugar. Yeah, see? Really? All That's right. What Google just told me. Google, well, no grams of sugar in vodka. Yeah. I'll be damned. Well, vodka? It is all water and alcohol. <laughs> there you go, bro. Hmm. Hydrating. Right. Oh stay, yeah, that's why I'm hydrating now. Give, hydrated me, give me another. Give me it's another. The best one. of all worlds, right? Give me another one. Anyway, anyway, yeah, I only, I always like on a Sunday. You know, I only have one drink. You know, it's all I drink. Just one drink a day. It just so happens to be in a 64 ounce tumbler. Uh, so <laughs> anyway. that was my New Year's resolution. I don't drink anymore, or well, any less. I'd steal my line. But it's that's my line, bro. No, it's not. I've had that line no, for decades. No, you Whatever. Mm-hmm. Using my using my stuff. Anyway. Are you going to London? Are we going to London? Are we going to go to Memphis? I'm I'm looking at I'm dead serious on this one, guys. March twentieth, a Monday night. That works with you. They played Dallas. In theory, yes. That's the only. Oh come. Yes. And you sounded just like that. Uh. So. Uh, <laughs> They play Dallas, Luka Doncic? Yeah, yeah in a, in a Monday, we do the show. Right. We go down that afternoon. We get a place. We work out a deal uh, with through the Grizzlies. We get a uh, hotel. We can either do it from the lobby of the hotel or we go over to the forum. Mm-hmm. Is it FedEx Forum still? And um, and do that. Maybe Teresa is down there covering a game. Perhaps. You know, uh, by that time. She's and, not covering uh, University then, of Tennessee in the NCAA tournament. And then we get, well, that's still a Monday. Yeah. You know, and, and so the um, – well, no, no, she she probably won't go on the road with Tennessee because they, they have AP writers right, in all those right, places, right. you know. And so yeah, so maybe we get her on with us live. Yeah, all right. Or, well, let's let's work on it. We'll push for the number one seed by then. Probably. Yeah, and yeah. and we get to do it there, and and so I, I guess in other words, if it happens, I've got to do it. Is that what I'm hearing? Basically, yeah. you're not expecting yeah. me to do anything. Yeah, on that, are you? Really? That's why your name's second. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, what are we doing? Vanderbilt women's basketball tonight. Got that. Uh, they are. Got saying that they got South Carolina at home. 545, 6 o'clock right here tonight. Vanderbilt women, South Carolina. They're, they're getting better. They, they've had some injuries and a, also a departure uh, that's um, interesting. But anyway, hey, the McFarlands. And then the afternoon stretch. Next, Jim Rome. Thanks for listening.